Hello, and welcome to the first episode special of the Potato Patch Podcast. This is a monthly wrap-up of a couple special things, well, special to me, things that happened this month. For this month, we got five or six, depending on how you put this middle one right here on my list. I have a little list open, open, but yeah, we have five, six, I mean... And one of the first ones I want to talk about is Happy Pride Month, everybody. Happy Pride Month. This here, you know, Pride Month's important. It's when all the LGBTQ men, women, and children. Children? They're children? I think so. I think so. Uh, but yeah, it's when they all come together and participate in yelling at the government to give them more rights. Which I, frankly, enjoy watching, because I am a pansexual myself. If you look at my YouTube channel icon, you'd see that. Um, another couple eventful things that happened. In 2010, the first Falcon 9, SpaceX's reusable rocket, the first partially reusable rocket ever, like, that was actually, like, cheaper than it would be to rebuild it constantly you know, landed for the first time. Oh, no, wait, no, 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 I'm, I'm sorry, no. No, no, it, it launched for the first time. It was his first ever launch, back before it was reusable. But still is special, I mean. Um, I also want to say congratulations to the medical industry for getting 150 million fully vaccinated individuals. Um, and... Yeah, just congrats. I mean, we're getting there. Uh, I just want to... I know China, the Chinese government, is not going to hear this in any way, but I want to congratulate China on the new space station. Was, no, no, no. Um, and and the first crew who rode on Shenzhou-12 on a Long March 3, I think the rocket's called. I don't remember. Um, also, 1.17 for Minecraft released this month. That's fun. Minecraft's fun. I play Minecraft. Watch my Minecraft videos. Please. Um, and the last thing I want to go over, uh, which coincides with Pride Month, is there have been 11 new pro-LGBTQ bills introduced in the United States. Five anti-discrimination laws in Texas alone, which... Good job, court. Round of applause for you. Yeah. Um, I I should get more topics. I guess I could go into detail about stuff like this, but I'm too lazy. Uh, you know what? Let's talk about 1.17. So 1.17. What did 1.17 add? Well, it's the update everyone's been waiting for. You know, the internet constantly complains about wanting a caves and cliffs update or caves up cave update at least. Not cliffs. No one really cares about those, but. I mean, it's, it's going to be fun to see what they do with those. But, you know, we finally got the cave update we all wanted. Thank God. <laughs> I mean, caves are cool. Well, and it's Minecraft, so... You know. Y you'd kind of think that it would be a good idea to pull in... Uh, a cave update to the game about mining in caves. Anyway, 
Uh, but yeah, it also added just so it added copper, the new deep slate cobblestone, which is essentially a cobblestone that is harder to mine. And it changed um, when you mine iron instead of getting iron ore, like the block, you get raw iron. So you can now use fortune on iron blocks or iron ore and gold. And I mean, and there's also copper that's brand new, which is essentially like iron and gold, but you can't make armor out of it. You make lightning rods and copper blocks, which actually rust. And the other thing that came that I am happy, really happy about, is the axolotl, because axolotls are cute in real life. And in Minecraft, the ones in Minecraft are cuter, because you don't get to see the weird fleshy on them. But I mean, axolotls are still cute in real life. Um, I don't have one, but I've seen videos, and they look adorable. Um... Can I go into detail? I can't go into the into detail on the Chinese space station. Not in any way, because I do not know a lot about that. I can't go into, and I'm not going to go into the history of Pi Month, but I can go into the some of the Falcon 9. Falcon 9 is a, is a rocket developed by SpaceX in, uh, which, which opened in 2002, I think, and... It start the company started with five orbital launches of their small sat launcher, uh, Falcon One, which was essentially the Falcon Nine, but tiny and with one engine. <laughs> engine, because that's that's the big thing for the Falcon Nine is it's a rocket with nine first stage engines, just like that of Rocket Lab's new small sat launcher. Uh, well, not new. It's been flying a while now. Um, yeah. Um, five, uh, and so by the first three Falcon One launches blew up. They didn't work. They failed. You know, bad, stinky, poo poo. Um, but the second, the fourth, and fifth went on. Went well. I mean, they succeeded, so they went relatively better than you know the first three. Um, but after the fifth. Um, the whole rocket was scrapped because SpaceX wanted to focus on Falcon 9. And which the Falcon 9 would then later go on to be both A, the first rocket to ever launch a commercial capsule. Capsule, that being Dragon. Congrats, SpaceX. I didn't look any up any history of Dragon for this. So I don't know if anything launched in the month of June. Again, happy Pride Month. Um... And, well, I, I, all of the history of the Falcon 9 is now leaving me, even though it is literally something I care a lot about. Um, it also, it, it, well, again, like I said at the start of this, it is the first partially reusable rocket, having landing its first stage and its fairings. Uh, on boats in the ocean. Well, the fairings don't land on boats in the ocean anymore. They did. They would. They put. They would land with a parachute, and they would have like this giant net on top of a boat. But then that just started becoming too expensive. I think so. They just let them splash down the ocean, and they would fish them out. Because also because they would never really get a good like thing. Uh, they they would never actually be able to catch the parachute or the uh, fairing, but so they canceled that and just switched to fishing it out. 
Um, uh, the Falcon 9 also launched the first ever commercially fund, um, well, commercially operated cargo capsule, the Dragon 1, and is still flying Dragon capsules to the ISS. It's, I think it's set to fly, um, six crew missions to the ISS. I think we're on two, so we have four more. I don't remember the exact things of the contract, but I think it's something like that. Um... And, yeah, something like that. But the contract is, I don't know, iffy. Uh, also, for, uh, SpaceX is responsible for the first ever reused space capsule. They actually, because usually what would happen, what NASA would do with uh, expended space capsules, or used space capsules after they splash down in the ocean, or in Russia's case, land on land, good job, Russia, um, they would just not be used. They, they would either be shopped, shipped off to a museum or scrapped for parts and sold to the highest bidder, or they would just be too destroyed to do anything with them, <clears throat> Russia. Um, but yeah, but that that was true in Apollo, because when Apollo missions were going, they would, everything, everything would be destroyed. The, the capsule and the lunar module, which was the thing that went down to the lunar surface and then came back you know so apollo was big um but yeah so that's one of the main reasons that the whole apollo program was so expensive was that every single time they went back they had to replace it but again it was old technology so i can't really fault them for that um it's a shame that um as soon as the moon landing, like NASA's funding, just got went down. Yeah, poor lads. Yeah, it's depressing. I mean, NASA needs a lot more, you know. Like, like SLS is the the current new moon rocket is costs has so far cost $12 billion, and that's mainly because Boeing won't get off their butt and build the actual tank for the rocket, which is, you know, you know. So if you've seen any pictures of SLS, you know it's, like, essentially, well, what people call it is, like, the stand, like, the, like, the capsule version of the space shuttle. You know, the big orange tank in the middle, space shuttle main engines on the bottom, actually, which is cool. I like those engines. I've never seen them fly, and I'm sad about that. Because they look cool. And they're hydrolocks, which is cool. Which means that they burn hydrogen and liquid oxygen. For anyone who doesn't know. Because, um, yeah. Um, which, um, fun fact, the methalox that is going to be used by SpaceX's Starship, their new Mars rocket, that is the most ambitious rocket ever de designed and conceived and actually flying. If you... In Texas too, which is really cool. Um, yeah, that they they are the first people to ever use methalox as a fuel. Like, and currently it's a race between them and Blue Origin. Even though Blue Origin is terrible, and they will probably lose to a Mars rocket. That isn't set. To, well, I don't know what it's set to. I I should look it up again. But um, I don't want to interfere with the recording, so I'm not going to. This is scuffed. Let's. 
go. Um, Jesus. Come on, Crafty. Why do you have a family? We could have recorded this. And then I this would be a lot less awkward because I'd be able to... Oh, well, I can be teaching the viewers. Hey, 12 minutes. Um, but one... But, yeah, and then it's got the two so solid rocket boosters. Boeing is... Because Boeing built the big orange tank for the space shuttle. So, you know, the Supreme Court was like, all right, if we're going to build this moon rocket, and we're going to do it this way, the way that NASA says is best, then Boeing's going to build that orange tank again. So that's what's been happening. But the problem is, Boeing has no actual incentive to finish it. Other because if they don't do anything, they still get that paycheck. Which is kind of... Uh, I I, I want to swear, but I don't I don't I don't want to. So <clears throat> anyway, uh, yeah, it's it's not nice because Boeing's just been sitting there, like not building the thing until like Bridenstine, who was um, our last president's um, NASA administrator. And like, um, if you know, uh, he was, yeah, yeah, he was part of the Trump administration. He was, uh, yeah, his affirmed administrator for NASA because I don't know why he picked him, but you know, that's how the presidency works. I like how I've gone so far off of this one point I have on my list to talk completely about the entire history of space flight. <clears throat> anyway. Should I pull back or should I keep it spot? You know, I'm going to keep with this point. This point is fun. But yeah, so Boeing's just been sitting there collecting a paycheck until Bridenstine put his foot down. I was about to slam my table, but eh, I don't want to. My hand hurts um, from vaccines. Um, but he put his foot down and was like, all right, you know what? No, we're not playing this game anymore. You are either going to build the thing or we are going to not talk to you. Mm -hmm you and we're just gonna go to spacex and ask them to launch us on their new big boy rocket i'll probably put like a picture up on the video format to when i when i'm talking when i say the rocket names so you can get a general description um so yeah if i don't uh screw you editing me um you lazy little baby um and yeah but I don't know what to say. Um, I guess I could go back to, to you know, specifications about Falcon Nine. But but I I, I mean I'd be going off the current one, which is far different from what it was like in twenty ten. Like I guess I could go over all the differences. So in twenty ten, the first ever Falcon Nine featured instead of. Uh, nine Merlin engines in a octoweb, which is essentially where you have one engine in the middle and then eight surrounding it in a circular shape. It was more back then; it was more a square shape, where there was one in the middle and then a square formation around that one engine with the other eight. Um, and today, on the Falcon Nine, sit cold gas thrusters, landing legs at the very bottom to protect the engines, um, and the cold gas thrusters like help it orientate so that like it's like like a little, like cold gas is 
Monoprop is a form of rocket engine that essentially is used to maneuver a thing. Cold gas being a form of monoprop. Um, but it, it's essentially, it's one of the only fuels that we really like shove inside a tank and open a valve and it flows out. Because not other fuels do that. Other fuels need complex systems to be shoved out of the rocket. Which is why rocket engines are so hard to comprehend for all of us. Unless you have really great understanding. Which is why I applaud a lot of rocket engineers. Because my god, that must be hard to understand. <clears throat> Yeah, um, uh, um, uh, it also featured grid fins, which are essentially these titanium, the new one also features grid fins, which are titanium things that are essentially bolted to the side, that they are able to, like, turn, like, so it's like, they're, on launch, they lay flat to the, to the booster as it goes up. But then when it's coming down, they unfold kind of like air brakes, but not air brakes. It's like they unfold off of off the rocket and outward, outward. And then SpaceX is like the booster itself actually lands itself. And it's able to like pivot them to like help it turn along with using the cold gas thrusters because they essentially shoot the cold gas thrusters, shoot out the well, cold gas which pushes the rocket the opposite direction. And because they're at the top, it allows them to just turn it because the center of mass of the Falcon 9 booster is now all towards the engines because there is no fuel to like bring it up higher because the whole thing is empty. So, yeah. Um, I don't really have... I can't really go into detail of any other, of my other plot point... Uh, not plot points. Um... Uh, uh, podcast topics that I have on my notepad because um, all of the new because I didn't look into the other 11 pro-LGBTQ bills and all five of the anti-discrimination laws the bills that are being introduced to Texas I don't understand at all I, I, I can't figure out how the hell to go into detail of those so I'm just grasping on the one thing I know which is rockets Listen, I play Kerbal Space. I'm not on here. I'm not. I, I, I don't own KSP on my computer. I own it on my Xbox. <laughs> so, I want to get on my computer because then we can do a realism overhaul series and then everyone can watch me struggle and feel pain, which would be fun. Um, Oh, oh, another thing. Uh, this month is the final update of KSP, uh, the first one. Like everyone else who who is everyone who was currently working on KSP is now they're gonna finish the last few updates, which are like bug fixes, and then they are just gonna leave. They're gonna leave squad. They're not gonna work on KSP one anymore. They're just gonna this is gonna be its fixed version. You know, this is the final version, uh, 1.12 on final approach. Um, that's the name of the update. Um, and it features I think. Enhanced stability on rover wheels because rovers would flip over a lot. Um, uh, new launch sites you can discover on the planet by flying around or whatever, and whatever. Um, new uh, solar panels, two new varieties. A uh, long one that looks kind of like the new one planned for the new solar panels planned for the Orion capsule on the Artemis missions, and the 
little uh, circular ones that if you Google the Insight Lander, you should be able to see. I don't know, though. I haven't Googled it, so I don't know. <clears throat> um, and uh, it also features the ability to rotate um, your craft after they dock to a docking port. So you can like get like clean alignment. Also fireworks, because 10 years. And a new spacesuit uh, for your Kerbals that look like uh, the one used by SpaceX for their crew launches. Um, again, just Google SpaceX suit. Um, you should see that. Uh, and yeah, that's going to be it for KSP-1 uh, after this update. Um, and then it, um, it will just be on to like you know, a new, uh, it will, uh, all of the ones who are currently wa working on KSP-1 are going to jump shift to Intercept Games, who is the company working on KSP-2, which is really cool, because, you know, that was the thing people were worried about when they saw that squad, the current developers of KSP-1, weren't on the developer um, announcement for KSP-2, because squad was not working on ksp2 it was this new company called star theory but then the publisher uh private division uh essentially got in like a fight with star theory over the contract and then you know and then they they were like fine we'll do it ourselves and then they just went up to star theory employees and were like hey we'll pay you a little more if you come jump over to our company intercept games games and work on the game and a lot of them did including the one person who played ksp in their office nate simpson who really liked the game um but yeah so it's kind of not a good story but like a lot of stereotypes exist for not good stories like vod the russian vodka thing and you know you know so it's not um but now squad employees are jumping over so yeah there's that um again i'm not really all too happy with them splitting the 1.17 release but i am glad i get to play with all the things right now again there's the spyglass i forgot to mention that and crystals um but i am glad i get to play with a lot of those things I'm just man i wish I, uh they they just dropped in like at least the new caves systems um but yeah um anyway that's been the first episode first best episode special of the potato patch podcast thank you for coming out and i hope to um hear your feedback on the youtube um if you prefer to listen to these to this podcast in a podcast form on a podcast platform I will be releasing this to Anchor FM, which will then put it on Spotify and I think a couple other places. I have no idea. So, uh, yeah, if you want to listen to this on Spotify, just look up Data Patch Podcast and it should show up. If it doesn't, I don't know what to tell you. That's probably not my fault. Um, but, yeah, anyway, hope you enjoy yourselves, enjoy yourself, love yourself, and have a good day. Bye-bye!